No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever listened to Irvin Steller? Out of a cactus? Did you got it? Electric fish lights? Shit. Shit. You're gonna. Yeah. If you order one, then you definitely will. You can go to electricfishlights.com and tell them exactly what you want. You can say, I want a SpongeBob lamp. I or want a cactus. I want a rooster. A starfish. I, whatever. You know, it's 2021, man. You shouldn't just have lights that are just white and turn on and off. These are color changing. They're magical. Some of them have speakers in them. Go to electricfishlights.com. Tell them that you're part of the No Simple Road family by putting in the promo code NSR and you're going to get free shipping. And any NSR family members that orders the color changing upgrade is going to get a one of a kind special collaborative No Simple Road electric fish lights print and you're going to be amazed. This is done with IQ technology, which stands for interlocking, interlocking quadrilaterals. quadrilaterals. It's a it's system of 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And you put those shapes together and it's basically endless what they can do. All the lights come with a 12-year energy-efficient light bulb, a 12-foot cord, and a hardware kit to hang the light. These things can be used outside. They're, they're amazing. So just Go check it out at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram or electricfishlights.com to put in your order. You are not going to be sad when you get illuminated. The possibilities are endless. This episode of No Simple Road is sponsored by Shop Tour Bus. Go to shoptourbus.com online and you are going to have the top of your head explode when you see the virtual lots, most amazing, Grateful Dead inspired merchandise. They got hoodies. T-shirts, they have stickers, they have all kinds of designs that are not on the nose. You will find no steal your faces and no lightning bolts here. My you friends. might find a lightning bolt, cute uh, little lightning bolt. Oh, well, okay, it's I take in there like a cryptic and and a little skeleton here or there, but not how you would expect it. Mm-mm. And it's not boring when it comes to you. It's an exciting event that you can wait for when it comes to you in the mail because when you open the box up that they send your your order in, it's going to have a one of a kind Grateful Dead lyric on the inside of the box. It's going to have all kinds of extras on the inside and a lucky few you are going to get a miracle Grateful Dead bootleg cassette tape on the inside of that box. So go to shoptourbus.com, put in the promo code no simple road when you check out. They're going to give you free, free shipping. shipping. Free shipping. We said it. We're going to say it again. 
free Free shipping. shipping. Check that out. Go to shoptourbus.com and hook yourself up with some fresh duds for when you make that return back to the live music scene. Here in the Portland area, there is a pretty dank ass dispensary. It's called Define Premium Cannabis. Yes, it is. They have two locations here in the area to serve you, one in Hillsboro and the other in Forest Grove. If you go into the Hillsboro location Monday through Friday and you ask for Apple, he will come out of the back dressed like a samurai warrior. And he will take his sword and point to the perfect (laughs) cannabis product for you. But all joking aside, if you're one of those people that goes into a dispensary and you get overwhelmed... Or it's easy to do. if you're one of those people that just wants to know more about cannabis, the mission of Define is to educate their customers and match them with the correct product. Right, Apple? Yes, it is. There is a lot, there is a lot of new products coming out all the time. It can be very confusing, but come out there. We take our time. Our goal is to educate you and match you up with the perfect thing so you can take care of your body, your head, your mind, your soul, everything. Mm-hmm. The whole package. And tell them that you listen to No Simple Road. Just go in there when you're making your purchase say hey i'm part of the no simple road family they're going to give you 10 percent off and a free t-shirt and that is actually good every time you go in when you go in you tell them you listen to the show you get 10 percent off your purchase first time in you get the t-shirt obviously they're not going to clothe you every single time you go in <laughs> that would just be silly but go to either location the one in hillsborough or the one in forest grove and let them know you listen to the show get yourself some some dank ass nugs or some 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 salve or some gummy like I was saying, salts, about, yeah, vapables, smokables, totally. dabable. Oh, the bath salts mm-hmm. are amazing. We're big fans of the high desert pure yes, bath we salts. Are. Yep. So we got you covered, man, over here at No Simple Road, and Define has you covered too. Let them know you listen to the show and take care of yourself. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Melk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www 
www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Record and, we're and what ready. happens? Yeah. Hey, now, no simple road family. Hey now. Welcome back to hey everybody. Two hundred and first episode. Woo-hoo. We we made it past two hundred. Everybody, that's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to the two hundredth episode, you should probably do go that. back and do that, and then come back to this one. Yeah, and be like, oh shit! <laughs> now I'm gonna go listen to Irvin Stellar. And that's who we have on the show today. We have a fantastic, really heavy, emotional beautiful conversation with Irvin Stellar. Um, Andrew, thank you for being on the show. You, you made our day that day, that, yeah, that yeah. day that we sat in here. It felt like you were in the room with us from the first sentence. We felt the connection mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. And this was one of those like episodes that sneak sneaks up on you or snuck up on us because mm-hmm. we we haven't been listening to Irvin Stellar for years. Like no, we, we haven't. And, and we had just met him. Yes. And with, like Mel said, within the first few minutes, it was like he was in the room with us. And when the episode ended, we were all floored. Like the connection that happened. It was a happened, therapy and, session. And, and, and the content of the conversation. Yeah, it was very, very comfortable. And he was very relaxed and comfortable, which made us that way. Absolutely. And it was a great exchange. Mm-hmm. And and that's what he does with his music. It's it's comforting and intriguing. Yeah. You know, he is an amazing artist. Consummate uh, storyteller. Yeah, such a great storyteller. He's just a genuine, all-around amazing guy. Yeah, and I, I felt like when when we were done, like... If there was a perfect representation of how I envision No Simple Road being, like when we're at our best doing what we do, this is a really good example of that. I loved how immediately he was so open. mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of where you're coming from as far as like when we get people in here um, having that comfort. And building that trust for him to be able to speak so deep about his life and his personal um, experiences. That was, to me, that's what No Simple Road represents. That, yeah. I mean, but also the connection that happens, that energetic exchange that starts happening. And the, the way that it just, we weren't trying to have that kind of conversation it just it just happened, it just happened naturally, <laughs> yeah. And that's how I feel. That's what I feel like when when that happens. That would be like our playing on stage at Red Rocks moment. Mm. You know what I mean? Or or our Cornell seventy seven. Yeah, like we did what we do at the best of our it. ability, and it, yeah, I was very proud of this. And um, conversation. yeah, and in no small part is it because of the guest. I mean, it really does depend on who you have on the other end of the. Well, it's like certain um, episodes, like we really feel like we need to keep in contact afterwards. And like, this was one of them where I just felt like I I just, 
we wanted, made a friend. We made a friend. Yeah. I wanted to do something special for him. I just, it was, it was an amazing experience talking to him. Yeah. And if you haven't checked out the, the new EP, nothing to prove it came out on um, March 26th and uh, it's really, really awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you'll hear a song here at the end of the intro and one at the end of the episode, but go, go listen to the whole thing. It's, it's worthy. These are beautiful little vignette stories that he's put together and it's, well, I'm not going to ruin the episode for you guys. I'm going to rehash the entire entire episode right now. So in the beginning, when we first started talking, no, just kidding. Um, Yeah, man. So we're back. Like I said, this is 201. Um, We made it past 200. Super proud of us that we did that. And me too. uh, I have an update for all of you. Um, Me and Apple actually lived through COVID. Yeah, we did. We, We made it. We're still here. I had it too. Oh, that's true. You just did. You didn't have the full Monty. No, I did not have nearly the amount of symptoms you guys had. And for whatever reason, mine was a shorter duration in intensity, but it wiped out my energy for sure. It wiped out our house. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, Ryder was perfectly fine. Ryder has the entire time. Yeah, he's got some and weird Simon blood was type. fine the entire time. And we, I think Darwin had it too. I'm positive Darwin had yeah, it. Yeah, Darwin had an episode. <laughs> it was so sad, you guys. Oh, Everybody. We were glad we didn't have our smell. Oh, that gosh. Day. Yeah, that day, Aaron and Apple did not. Ha- I never lost my smell. So. You got the full Oh my gosh. Effect. Apple comes out of the kitchen. I was like, oh, I think Darwin threw up. So we run out and I'm like, that is not vomit. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I'm and, over there trying to smell it. And, and, and smell Aaron's it. like, yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. And I'm like, you can't smell it. And so like. Apple's I, like, I stop call, arguing. It's yeah, both. I call Ryder <laughs> over. I'm like, Ryder, I need you to come smell. This smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like reluctantly walking down the hallway. Like, oh. And then sure enough, he confirmed it three quarters of the way down. <laughs> I <clears throat> Hang on a second. <clears throat> I want to thank everybody that um, reached out. Yeah, and, we had a lot of really sweet messages. Yeah, and sent us good vibes and well wishes and, and checked in on us. and Offered to bring us stuff and did bring us stuff. So yeah. fucking cool, man. I, I really, yeah. really love you guys. Thank you so much. And, you know, um, if you're wondering what it's like, um, I'll, I'll give you a little breakdown. So... The first day that I realized something was up, I, I felt like I was maybe catching a cold, um, like that tickle in the back of my throat and like just kind of extra tired for no reason. I'm feeling kind of weird and went to bed early that night. And when I woke up in the morning, I felt like, um, like a train had run over me while I was sleeping. And like every joint hurt, total like body aches, um, it, super foggy headed. Like having, I was really having problems like connecting one thought with the next thought, and uh, just really out of it. And it took me like a couple of days to even realize that I couldn't smell. 
anything. Like I was like, oh shit, Apple, I can't smell or taste anything. And for those of you that have had it, you know what I'm talking about. But if you, if you don't, like when you hear people say that, I, I remember hearing people say that they lost their sense of taste and smell and being like, that's weird. Like, I bet you could still kind of smell and taste stuff. You cannot smell or taste anything at all. Like, no. I had a bag of coffee that I had just opened up my face directly in it. It smelled like nothing. I, a Vicks VapoRub smelled like nothing. The only tastes that you can taste, are, and they're not tastes, they're sensations. It's su- sweet, sour, salty, and bitter. Yeah. But there's no like nuance. You can just taste that it's sweet or sour or salty. And then it completely ruined cannabis for me. I couldn't smell like the dankest like GMO cookies, which it smells like garlic, mushroom, onion. It smelled like nothing. And then when I tried hitting the bowl, it just tasted like when you scraped your bowl in like junior high school, high school, like resin bowl. Just t- tasted gross. It removed mm-hmm. all the enjoyment there too. Yeah, it was a trip. And then... You know, I was telling you guys last week in the intro, like I have a two day thing with being sick, like, okay, two days and then you're going to get in the shower and wash it off, get, get, (laughs) get going, man. You're pushed through it. There was no, uh, this thing was having none of that. Like this was a solid 12 days of also it looked like you had a clay mask on and you didn't. (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah. You were completely green. Oh, like yeah, Apple was totally red and you yeah. were completely green. It was that, the strangest it, thing to like, you know, Apple's fair skin. So, you know, if he gets in the sun a little bit, you get red. But yeah. this was like a nut. It was like a tomato. A different yeah. color shade of red. Yeah. And, and the nice thing that Aaron brought out was that it like it's because of that, that phrase, you know, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Me and Aaron going through it together was a blessing because we didn't feel as crazy because we had somebody else to compare. We didn't really say anything to each other, but like once in a while, like I came out one day and was like, Oh my kidney. And you're like, fuck, are you kidding me, dude? And you're like my kidney. And it seemed like I was a step behind Aaron with symptoms because you're like, that started yesterday for me. I didn't say anything to anybody. That's weird. Yeah. And even like where I pointed to and how it made me, you're like fucking exactly, exactly the same thing. And <clears throat> I think the the weirdest the weirdest part of the whole thing like I said was the mental part of it of like not being connected to myself it was almost like being out of body in a weird kind of a way like just left of center and and disembodied that feeling of like when you've taken too much cold medicine or you stayed up all night and you weren't partying, you just stayed up. And the, the concept of time and everything too dude. is completely distorted and weird. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, like I've been through a lot of shit in my life. Like I've I had hepatitis C, I've had my nose operated on, I've had my back, I've had surgery on my back, I've been sick with all kinds of stuff. I was homeless. I have fucking all kinds of crazy shit in my life. And I know what it feels like to be sick, like to catch a cold, to have the flu, to, I understand that. And that, that like you can feel in your body, the, the naturalness of dis ease in your physicality, 
this did not fucking feel natural in me. It felt like an invasion. Wow. And, and that was like super hard to wrap my head around because all I could do was rest. There was no like, if you're being invaded, you want to war against the invader. You want to fight back somehow. And the only way to fight back against that was taking supplements and laying the fuck down. And that's hard. That was hard for me, man. I really wanted to fight. And uh, I mean, I guess I did because I'm sitting here and I'm doing okay, you know. But I just wanted to give you all an update on uh, how we're doing. And uh, thank you again for supporting us and being there with us through it, man. It's a... it's a really fucking weird time that we're all living in right now. It is super, super tripped out. And, uh, you know, it, I guess shit happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> shit does happen. <laughs> we're still here and, and we're continuing on. So how was your week, Mel? Um, <clears throat> my week? I barely remember it. I don't remember. Oh, I, I ended up going. That, this was my first week back at work. Yeah. You just yeah, went back. Yeah. I after just 14 went back. Days. Yeah. So I was, I was quarantined with the guys and, um, I, I definitely had the feeling of feeling out of body myself. Mm-hmm. Like there was no way in any normal day that I can just lay down multiple times a day, six, 10 hours and, and still could use more. They, like that's how I knew that I, I was not right. And, and then I got the, the belly stuff. I was just, my stomach was gurgling. It was so upset. I was in and out of the bathroom. And so when you're shitting everything out, like <laughs> you're weak as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I was like weak and mind you, we're like juicing, <laughs> growing our wheatgrass, eating well. Like it wasn't like we... We've been yeah. eating Dorito dust. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. We were actually um, healthy from the ex outside, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. and it just that invasion that Aaron's talking about that feeling. It, it definitely felt like something like took over mm-hmm. for however long and the mental thought fo- like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, you have all this time off, but it's not because it's like one long day. <laughs> Yeah. You, know, yeah. you, you wake up well and then you wake up tired and then so you feel like you need to go take and lay down and then you go lay down and you wake up feeling expecting to be rested and you're it was, not it was like groundhogs day it mm-hmm. was it was and so i was like oh i'm gonna do plant my wheatgrass i'm gonna do my candle making i'm gonna do all this stuff bullshit i was like i want to get the garage done i'm (laughs) sick so i'm gonna make myself a list what the fuck all these expectations about what i was gonna do because i had the time off and there was no time off it was time in Mm -hmm. (laughs) time in the bed you were definitely off um but it was like three days before i went back to work that i really started like on the upswing and on the mend and feeling like myself and my stomach was tamed and like uh. I wasn't needing as much rest and it was like getting it was well, another thing that was really crazy was like the entire time that um we were uh, under quarantine and, and sick or whatever 
the weather here in Portland was like overcast and kind of like <laughs> cold and like gray. And then the day that I started feeling better, the day that we all kind of, the guy still kind we of came it, out of it all together. Basically. It was like sunshine the and fish announced tour. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> and like, it was like a sunny day. Like it was just really crazy. And like, so apropos, uh-huh. you know? Um, but it was great to start to feel like myself again and just feel strong. I, I take it for, you know, talk about taking things for granted. Like we interviewed Elliot Peck yesterday. I can't wait for you all to listen to that episode when it comes out. But we were talking about, you know, during just COVID period, um, taking things for granted that you normally do, like going on tour, going to a concert, going out to eat with your friends, going for a bike ride, going to have a drink, anything. Um, I don't think that it's in us like, Oh, we're taking this for granted. But what's going on is that we just have this freedom that we don't realize. And when it's taken away from you and it's not like somebody was like, no, you cannot do it. It's like you literally physically can't do things. Yeah. So taking things for granted it just, it made me realize that like we, no matter how small or big, we all take things for granted because health, some people are born sickly, you know, and yeah. they have to struggle their whole life to stay healthy or some people, you know, like have diseases and have to like accommodate daily for those those things. And so having this really um, gave me an appreciation for my body, for my mentality, because another thing that isn't talked about a lot during COVID is like the mental aspect that happens as far as like you just get like down on yourself and you're just you're just down, you know, like. I I have to admit I did get frustrated at the guys for a little bit because I was just like enough with the fucking negativity but it wasn't they couldn't help it like I understood that they couldn't help it it was just hard to hear so I got frustrated and my sh- my fuse was shorter you know like usually I have a lot more like compassion with the and fr- fucking negativity you guys suck I, I couldn't <laughs> I, I fucking couldn't guys like it that was like really hard for me especially like early on because like you were still feeling okay. I, yeah, I was still kind of okay. And, and then when I started feeling sick, I got it. But, you know, if somebody's like constantly talking about the symptoms and how bad it feels, like that's an air of negativity. He's not yeah. saying you're being negative. Constantly putting it out yeah, there. It's, and, and you, you, but you do need to air it out because like you're feeling bad. Mm-hmm. And so, and we and live with scary. each other. And not to mention like we are however many teen months into being programmed with fear about the whole thing. Well, it is scary. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying that it's been screamed at all of us through screens for the past, however, teen many months. And then you find out you got it and it's like, Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. Right. And I even told you, like there was a couple of days where I was like, is this, when you say you need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so one thing that was also weird was like, just feeling like not yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't underscore that enough. It's just like, I didn't feel like Melanie. I don't know who I felt like. I didn't feel like nothing. I felt like spaghetti. Blah. Like just, yeah. Bland, blah, like limpy. Shell. And, um, 
like I said, I was just super grateful to get my senses. I, I never lost my sense of smell. I just mean my, my senses about me, like just my energy and my strength and my positivity and my, um, all of that stuff. And I mean, anybody out there, Oh, this is what I was going to say earlier. One thing that was weird was like, I understand how COVID with the people were talking about, like pre-existing conditions, like those people have to be very careful because it really attacked your weak side. Yeah. It found where you were weak and hit it. And so like a flu doesn't do that. A flu, you know, you, you get like your, your throat, you know, your ears, your, you get stuffy. It makes sense. Right. This was like, if you have a shitty stomach, if you have a, you know, a bad heart, if you've got like bad lungs, like that is where it, it like goes to. And that was kind of scary too, to, to be reminded of your weakness and how important it is for you to stay on top of taking care of yourself. Like, not just because you're sick, but period, like on a regular basis. So my week was great coming out of COVID because that's Mm -hmm. what it was. Like it was coming out of COVID, going back to work. And um, I was kind of like interiorly nervous about going back to work because my job's a little bit more physical. And um, I I felt really good, actually. Like I was a little bit tired, I think, day one. But um, this is what, day four now that I've been? Yeah. Yeah, day four. And so... I, I feel good. I feel, I would say 99.999. I feel like just that one little baby bit. I still am a little bit tired, a little fatigued, easy to lay down. Like I said, which is not a usual thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but grateful for my health. That's, that's what I would say that COVID made me is grateful yeah, yeah. for health period and my health. Mm-hmm. So 100%. that's what I can say about, about you, brother. All all we kind of hit all the COVID stuff. Like, like it. All the one thing I'll say is like, if anybody in the house, well, writer is too. I'm I'm really good at chilling and like Netflix binging yeah. and stuff. That the, all enjoyment was removed from everything. Couldn't focus on shows. Couldn't do. And I I had to continue working from home to get stuff done for the dispensary and stuff. But that was really hard to even put in. A few hours, <clears throat> math was tough. Everything was tough. Nothing connected right, and it was it was like an assault. But the week was good because th- this week was good because it was getting better each day. Yeah, each day got better, and then like we said, Mel uh, Mel felt better first, and like she said, the weather changed, which which was really nice. And then that the icing on the cake was. Everybody starts announcing shows. Yeah, where we're going, we know we're going to see fish several times. Yeah, <laughs> not just once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was a blessing, see and I got a return to work today, which Aww. was fantastic. Oh, two yeah. week. I can't remember the last. <laughs> I I can't remember ever missing two weeks of work. Apple ever. Let me tell you something, dude. I've known you basically my whole life. Yeah, we've had jobs together. We've worked at the same place together. I've seen you like I've watched you grow up. Yeah. I remember the guy that would quit a job just cause I remember the guy that like would call in because his belly hurt. I remember the guy that would call in three times in a week for no reason other than you stayed up late. And it's a fucking trip <laughs> to see you now. Yeah. Like when this morning you were like, 
I'm excited to go to work. And I, you were walking in the house and you closed the door and I just stood there for a second like, whoa. Well, what a fucking say, trip. I wanted to go back to work last week, but I know we weren't allowed. We, I know. We had to, I know. We had to, and you, know. you guys were not ready last week. No. No, definitely maybe, not. Maybe you're bored and meant, and wanting to do it, but they, you weren't ready. But, the, <laughs> I, but my point is like seeing that, that change and like seeing you grow into that and then like. Well, they didn't Seeing be, be responsible your, and, the whole time I was at home. And they, love your job. It was tough to get up some mornings and make calls and place orders, but I knew I had to do it and I wanted to do it. Yeah, that's that's fucking it rad, needed bro. to be done. Congratulations. So, so yeah, man. going back to work today, I got to agree. Everybody was so happy to see me back. I love everybody I work with. It was just... And you know, it, what, it Apple, it's, this is your career. This is not a job for you. Like, you've... This is something that, like... If you could have gone to school for your favorite thing in the whole world and got a degree and did. Be, working, got a and be working at this, like this is working like, you know, just kind of on piggybacking on what Aaron said, like, I, I haven't known you my whole life, but I've known you for a long time. And I remember when you worked with Aaron and it was like that, you know, even when you work <laughs> with your dad, you're like, I don't feel like going in. I'm not going in dad or whatever. Like it was very lackadaisical kind of attitude, but like. This is something that you were like born to do. You're meant to yeah, do this. Yeah, I'm good at it. You're I good enjoy at it. it. They love you. you. You love them. Like, and you're proficient and efficient, and you're such a good researcher with like bringing stuff home, like just um, everything about it. And so, <laughs> but no, that's a big deal. Because, I know, like, but it's weed, and it's so cool. It's so but perfect. I remember working when I worked with Apple, like. I yeah at first you're excited you want to try anything and then sometimes it becomes like a th- like it's a lot to to have to try everything and like test everything out and smell like it's a lot and it, it only is. somebody like, who loves to do that can really um, well even loving to do that, that sometimes that becomes a burden too because so many like 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 if I try getting say I, I bring homework home all the time I have to try product well, oh. to be to honestly try product, you can try like one product a night. Oh yeah. You Otherwise, can. it's not fair judging something exactly. when you've already gotten high. There's you know so all the time it's like companies like well, we dropped those samples off last week and it's like yeah and I had about thirty samples stacked up before <laughs> that and I mean yeah. also they also we give them to the bud tenders I get their input on things because I don't yeah. do everything I'm not a big dabber things like that I like flour but it sometimes it gets to be a burden it's like. Jesus, go, go, go quit with the free fucking weed. Which never thought I'd be <laughs> saying never that. Never you say that, bro. I did. Anyway, that was that was. I'm back at work today. Uh, Mel brought up yesterday. I w- I was I, I so we so enjoyed talking to Elliot Peck. We all love her, and it was amazing talking to her. Mm-hmm. I even told her it was kind of like this is my birthday month. Did you see the email? She kind of like a birthday present. No. Uh-uh. She said happy birthday to you. In her yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I almost went, I wanted to ask her to sing me happy birthday. I, I was like, <laughs> oh, no. At the end when I was like, I want to ask you something. Uh-huh. And it was about her solo. But anyway, you guys are going to hear that one pretty soon. She, it That was a great end to the the two like weeks of not feeling that. good. Yeah. She's such a sweetheart. It was just lifted my spirits. I think all of us. And then also got to mention because you posted the pictures on Saturday. Oh, I, that's what I was going to mention. Too. Saturday we got up. we got out of the house on Saturday. We got up Saturday morning. It, you know it was it was tough to do, but it was very needed. We got out of the house and were you know respectful of distancing and things. We went and met up with our a couple friends. 
with Jenny and Brady, and we went to the coast. We walked down, put our feet in the ocean and stuff. I flew a kite. Had yeah. a, we, we had a really nice day of getting out, and that helped rejuvenate to, to get back into nor- normality. And yeah. a shout out to Jake. Um, or no, I'm sorry, not Jake, Joel. Um, if you're listening to this episode, you saw us with Jenny walking oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. approached us and up, had brother? just finished listening to a show and recognized a No Simple Road family. And it was just a really cool thing to have that experience. Like, yeah. And I, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because, Joel, I know I hope when you hear this too, I, 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 I felt kind of bad, me and Jenny and Mel all kind of. Because we were like rushing to, to go to get to Aaron and Brady, at a, to, yeah, because they're holding a table and like the whole party had to be there. We ran into you guys. I would love to have talked to you more. So if you hear this, reach out. Man, we he love did. You. He reached he out. Yeah, okay, he did. appreciate. You. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, man. And your and your strap is dope. Yes. Right? Yeah, yes, Jenny told is. me about which one, and then when I looked at it again later that evening, I was like, "Oh shit!" That yeah, you one. guys, if you want to go go to uh, Beadwork by Jenny at Beadwork by Jenny on Instagram and uh, look at the look for the strap that has the orcas on it. Yeah, that's the <clears> one she made for Joel. It's, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's sick. So yeah, that that was a really good cap too. It was just like not back to normal, but semi back to normal you know what i mean like you know, it was just like the end of something and f- being with friends and especially the ocean like there's just something mm-hmm. it's rejuvenating and um lovely about the ocean you know it, going down to the ocean at the end of that like i was telling you it was like an invasion going to the there's something about the pacific ocean for me personally that's different than the Atlantic or the Gulf. I've been to all of them, but the Pacific ocean has a particular kind of energy to me. And like, it's always been a spot for beginnings and endings in my life. Well, and And, it is by nature too. Yeah. And, and like going down there and, like letting my feet touch the earth with no socks on, like being in contact with the energy of the planet and like grounding baby putting, yeah. And putting my feet in the ocean, in the water and getting the salt water on me and like feeling it pulling everything off that had just gone down. It was like this cool cleansing moment and the wind and like all of it happening. It was just like, it pulled everything out and I was just standing there like in awe of the power of that thing. It's this gigantic force yeah. that just is so, it's so mysterious and wild and vicious and beautiful. And accepting, you know, me and Jenny had a really good talk, um, just standing, looking at the ocean, just kind of talking about life and what's going on and like I was just like looking at the ocean I was like look Jenny like the ocean doesn't care who we are it doesn't care if you're an asshole it doesn't say no don't come over here (laughs) nope it accepts you as you are every time it never turns you away it's like a dog well no some some (laughs) dogs true a dog will bite you but but the the ocean can bite you I was gonna say but the ocean if you don't have respect it will bring you under And so it's like this amazing, magical thing that allows you to be who you don't have to change who you are to go to the ocean. Mm -mm. 
but you will show respect. And if you don't, you will yeah, suffer the consequences. So it's this wonderful like interplay of life. It's like, you know, especially in, in a time right now where people are not accepting each other. Think about the ocean, everybody. Just think about that. Think about being like the ocean. Bruce Lee said, be like be the like water, water. Right. And just the water is a cleansing you know, tool and it washes and transforms things. You know, you, you add a little bit of salt and water, it makes a paste, you know? And so just think about that. Like when you're getting ready to go off on somebody or somebody's thinking differently than you, or you're pissed at somebody, think about the ocean. Like it is just accepting no matter what. And I'm not saying go get stepped on. I'm just saying like, (laughs) there's other ways to um, think about, um, there's a lot of ways to think, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, it, it really put things into perspective for me. Like you were saying it, you felt that things taking away. I just felt like it was talking to me. I yeah. felt like it was teaching me something. And also the other night, Aaron and I <clears throat> took sacrament. Um, and I, I like, I'm still processing. I'm still processing the, what it has shown me and what it incorporated into my life. And, you know, I like, I'm at a loss for words. I think I just wanted to bring it up because it, it made me feel so different. Well, that, that particular sacrament is, um, very much like a dream in that it's when you're in it for the 15 minutes or whatever, then you're, completely comprehending what's going on and then as time goes by afterwards it yeah it gets a little more it wanes. ethereal and like it luminous as as time goes by you know what i mean it's it's a little harder to grab on to what actually happened i i told mel like i was having trouble with my um with my breathing and which well, is one thing that I, well, you didn't never mention the whole time that you were, well, I was scared. Yeah. So I didn't say shit, but I need to I'm know what's going on anyway. anyway. Um, and, we were, and we were trying not to be negative anymore. Yeah. No, no. Cause there was be more negative, negative things we were, after that. We were, we were, there was way more negative things we after that. We were even that. holding <laughs> things back from each other a little until we went and be like, Oh yeah. Anyway, me too. But after we did that, I told you, I was like, really felt like it went to work right in the middle of my chest. And I was like, the little doctors got in there and started fixing something. Mm-hmm. And you were like, really? Whatever. The next morning I woke up and it all came out. Like physically all came out. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That- it was just a, a really powerful, transformative evening. And I went to sleep like a new person it was yeah I, f- I went to sleep like a new person whatever that hazy melanie that was in that stupor of covid and then went to sleep and woke up like it was it 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 was amazing that's strong medicine that's very no strong medicine that, that very much is a sacrament and that's all i can say about that it's like you know no concert needed no mm-hmm. no music needed mm-hmm. no anything needed it was just a really powerful time with yourself and the gods yeah yeah you yeah what 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 did i say to you that night like the first thing you said was wheatgrass is amazing (laughs) the first thing that came out of your mouth was wheatgrass is amazing and Uh, you know what 
we could make this another 50 minutes just talking about the benefits of wheatgrass. But <laughs> I will say this, that wheatgrass <laughs> has changed my life ah, for the so better. Funny. And in incremental and small and also large ways, like tiny little things. It, it's given me discipline. It's given me stick to Did you it's, water them today? Yes, I okay, sure did. Cool. First thing in the morning. All right, all right. Um, you you know, something about me that I'll share that I don't usually share, but you know, I'm, I'm a really good caretaker of a lot of things, but then sometimes I'm like, just, I just lose steam and it's like, fuck it. And I don't feel like watering the plants. The plant dies. What? You know, Who did that? and I do that to myself too. I'll be like really good about taking care of myself or doing whatever. And then I'm just like, fuck it. I won't do it. And I, I mean, maybe everybody gets those ways. I'm sure. But, oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. this wheatgrass has, and also the floral Dr. Box floral essence of Oak. You guys, if you want to know about it, contact no simple road. I'll tell you about it. But those two things I feel have really given me stamina, endurance, discipline, um, and meaning to those things, like a reason for those things. You know, sometimes we're like, Oh, you need to be more disciplined, but like for what? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, of course, it's good to have discipline, but for what purpose? To what end? These things, wheatgrass and this floral <laughs> essence of oak really have given me a purpose of why consistency, stick to responsibility is important, like on an inside level, not yeah. just like, you know, oh, it's a good idea to be responsible. So fucking what? It's a good idea to wake up early. So what? Like there's a lot of reasons with a lot of good ideas, but why? And, um, wheatgrass is, it's my boo. That's fucking hilarious and rad. Like there's a million things that could come into your journey when you're taking a sacrament like that. And the whole like last five minutes of my trip was all about grass and how powerful it is and what we're doing. Well, it was a metaphor it. for and our relationship. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, it turned <laughs> into this whole thing. And like, I could see like the the geometric matrix of the universe growing in each blade. And like, just th- this amazing story unfolding. And it's just funny to me that like, whatever intelligence that is that unfolds that stuff into your consciousness when you're there that it chose the fucking wheatgrass to use. I was well, like, I, I recall another time when we experienced that sacrament, it also showed you about health. And so yeah. for you, th- that um, particular sacrament is about bettering your body. Yeah. I, I, that was something that I wanted to say before we actually get to, to the interview, like going through the, the gauntlet of having COVID really underscored something for me and it's something that like we've actually been talking about on the show for a few months now i i think like the gordon white episode was really like the the pinnacle of us discussing it out in the open but like there's something going on man and if you're uh empathic at all or intuitive and and like pay attention to your intuition and and the the vibe and flow of 
consciousness and what's going on in the world and our country and wherever there's a there's a a divide that's going on and um it's really fucking important right now for all of us to be taking care of ourselves because nobody's going to take care of you Mm -hmm. okay i just mom and dad are gone they're not coming home that's it you you it's you and so look you don't have to listen to me like who the hell am i what do i know but i'm just telling you like we need to take care of ourselves man we we need to be here for our family we need to be here for our friends we need to be here for each other and ourselves and like if we're treating ourselves like shit and like or not treating ourselves at all and, and like putting garbage in and and i'm not just talking about food but putting garbage in we're susceptible to all kinds of disease and trauma and maladies pain and discomfort and there's a fucking arising happening in energy on this planet right now and there's something going on man and i don't know about you guys but like I want to be okay with what's happening. I want to be able to experience the goodness of it. And we just need to be taking care of ourselves and paying attention to what goes in our eyes and our ears, our mouths and our heads and and, our space and connecting back with that field of living energy that's out there. And like, Breathing the air and feeling the sunshine and the rain and the ocean and the moss and the trees and the, all of it. It's really fucking important right now, you guys. And um, I know that there's some of you out there that are like, wow, I've been feeling that too. And it's not just you. Mm-mm. It's really, really not just you. And um, yeah. So. And if you're anybody's wondering, even through the whole COVID debacle, I still got up every morning and yeah. did my sadhana. She fucking did. Too, man. <laughs> as fucking exhausted as I was. That would have been my first excuse was. to be like, nope. Every day that alarm went off at 3.30, I hated it. <laughs> I wanted to throw that phone so far into the wilderness. <laughs> but I woke up and I did it. And I attribute it, like I said, to that, to those two things that I said earlier, the wheatgrass and the, and, and of course my own inner motivation which stems from those from from what I said. So well done, congratulations! Yeah, Thank well, you. I'm not done yet, guys. Long. I've got another week to go, but um, so far, well done. Thanks. All right, you guys. Well, that's our that's our hippie platform for the week. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> it. I mean, update. look, if you guys listen to the show, you, you I mean, this is kind of what you're getting. You're getting our life, and and we're just sharing it openly and. Um, this is why this interview with um, Andrew, um, stage name Irvin Stellar. That's why if you guys heard us say both names that you're not being confused. That can be kind of confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but Andrew, this um, was spe- like specifically perfect time because the content of this conversation can just kind of go right into what we were talking about. Yeah. Not, not necessarily the COVID stuff, but like the. No, the, the energy. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Wheatgrass. <laughs> all powerful god of the universe um yeah so let's do the business and right. uh, get them 
to the to visit us on nosimpleroad.com and uh if you want to be on social media follow us at no simple road and um Send a five star review on Apple Podcasts or on yeah, Apple. Yeah, no, no we new didn't ones get a this new week. That's fine. But that, yeah, hey. yeah, it's totally cool. But you know what we did get? What a ten dollar patron. We want to thank Julia R. Julia, Julia, R. Julia R. Julia, thank you so much. You rock. That's what that's what Julia R means. Julia rock. Yeah, yeah. Julia <laughs> rocks. No, for real, Julia. Like you didn't have to do that. You did no. not have to sign up to be a patron for all. ten bucks. And you know what? You did. We love you and we thank you and we speak your name. This episode is dedicated to you, Julia. Oh, Julia, thanks for sponsoring yeah. this. When you listen to Irvin Seller, you're going to be happy and even more proud that you um, became a patron for this episode. Yeah, and if you want to be like Julia and rock, go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash no simple road and sign up. You don't have to do $10. No, you, can. you can rock a little or you can rock yeah. a lot. Yeah. You rock however rock much medium. you want to rock. You rock a little meatball. Yeah. You can, you can rock a dollar, a dollar ninety nine, a dollar four, a dollar twenty oh five. Yeah, whatever. A dollar thirty eight. Anyway, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And, and, and call like the tepid line. At nine seven one eight oh eight fifteen twenty four. That's nine seven one eight oh eight fifteen. 24 and we have 978 and we have a new right. phone call right. hang on one second guys uh in addition to doing the right in on the episode i thought i would call and say congratulations 200 shows oh, i mean just amazing and um, since i started listening to to the show the growth and the change of Everything from Darwin slurping up his water on the porch to snoring on the floor in the studio. Um, the voice of each of you has grown and changed. And it's just such an amazing journey with you all, each of you. And, you know, before we connected, it's not as though Brady and I felt like we had a hole in our lives by any means. We, uh, we have a great community. Um, but since we have connected, I have to say, imagine life without each of you every single one of you there isn't a day that go, doesn't go by that I I think of one if not all of you in the No Simple Road family um, and it's a blessing it's inspiring it's, it fills my heart you know like I get to feel good for at least two hours I mean I feel good all the time you guys know me I'm a happy gal <laughs> but it's like two hours of connecting and checking in with my family and yes, we text and we call and we connect, but I get to hear it. I get to share it. Like, I feel like I'm in the studio with you guys, you know, for a couple hours every week. And it's just the way it has filled my cup is, it's immeasurable. And well, you mentioned, you know, like the, through the medium of the media that you, you present to the world, you, each of you in your own way, influence and inspire so many people, countless people, and make a difference with your good, beautiful, open heart and your strength and each of you in your own individual way. Um, I love that I can relate to each of you uniquely, individually, and as a whole. I mean, truly, it's, it's some serious cousin love. Like, there's nothing like it. You pick up where you left off. You you. We sk don't skip a beat. 
whether we're thinking of each other or connecting on the phone or coming up to Portland for a hug. It's it's family and it's true and it's real. And I love you guys. I am just so proud of everything that you're doing with being part of an Osiris original and part of the disruption and everything that you do. I love you guys. I'm so proud of you. 200 shows. Holy shit. (laughs) Cheers. I love you. Wow. Yeah, Jenny. Jenny, thank you so much for that. Everything that you like specifically said, we appreciate that so much. Your enthusiasm is contagious, (laughs) Jenny. And 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 you you are a happy gal. And you made me blush, too. We got one more. No Simple Road family. John and Amy, we're driving around lower, slower Delaware. LSD, um, (laughs) 420 or 419. So we had a minute to ponder something. What if there was an app or a web page or some way to connect where you could just drive across the country and it was like, if he's across America, cool places to stay with cool people or something like that. So I just figured the No Simple Road tepid line would have to have this information and we could spread it out into the ether because if he's across America just sounds uh, fun. So, all right, guys, that have a good Sunday. Fun. We love you. We'll see you in August at the Gorge, if not sooner. Oh, yeah. shit. Whoa. Johnny B. Johnny and, and, and Amy. As I said, we get a little, little whoop whoop back to Amy I there. I know. I love that little addition. Whoop whoop. <laughs> That's a fucking great idea. It's an amazing idea. Like, you call it couch tour. Oh. Oh, shit. Boom. All right. Couch 10% tour. I get for whoever develops that shit, man. I got it. It's recorded. So don't even, right. don't test me. Don't come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the family calling in, leaving our voice messages. So you be the next one next week. Come on, send one in. 971-808-1524. Operators are standing by. And like we said, you can do anything. You can share anything, a story, a joke, a recipe, what, whatever. Yeah. Share. Tell us about the it's time share. that you had to birth a calf that was breech, and you Whoa. had to put your arm all the way up the calf with that long, weird plastic glove. Oh, okay, I'm glad you clarified. Is it like a f- person birthed the calf? Is like you better no, be no, that, what you're doing. That's a different. There. That's a completely different phone call, dude. No, not that. Anyway, It'd be interesting. Yes, it would. We love you guys, and yeah, we, we appreciate you. Love you guys. We really and do. Thank you for listening to us every week, and for being here with us, and for caring, for caring, and calling, and sending ten dollar patrons and oh julia amaze me every time and just all of it we love you guys and we're going to get you to the interview so yeah andrew thanks for being on the show yeah, we man. love you i can't wait to hear from you after you go get your treatment <laughs> so without further ado the no simple road crew gives you urban stellar
calling my elocution At the end of the day That's how you feel, not what you think In time and space We're fooled by an illusion A familiar place Never been here at all Nothing to prove and nothing to lose What better way to depart There's Nothing to see here, move right along On down the road to a star Welcome to the show, Andrew. Um, I am Apple, one of one of the hosts, and I'm Aaron. How's it going, man? And I'm yeah. Mel. Nice to have you. And then nice I was just, to be here. And it, if you want to enter, we we know who you are and have been listening and digging to you know, the older stuff and especially the new one that just was birthed yesterday. <laughs> So if you want to introduce yourself to our listeners and, you know, tell them who you are and what you're doing, man. Sure. Uh, so the stage persona name is Irvin Steller. That's with an E. A lot of people throw an I into that. I think Google will correct you either way. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, birth name is Andrew Jordan. Um there's a shitload of Andrew Jordans out there, so I figured I need to uh, come up with something a little more unique. Yeah, that, that was where Irvin came from. Um, and yeah, a uh, new EP came out yesterday, and um, I'm ready for your questions. Oh man, feel free, <laughs> yeah. feel free to dig in. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for filling everybody in. What quite a journey, Andrew. Man, you said something that. I got to go back to, he said, the fatigue is real. And, uh, it's very poignant that you said that Mel and I, <laughs> we were driving last night to, to a friend's house. And, uh, I just, it was like an hour drive to these people's house. And, uh, I just unloaded on her like the whole drive for the hour. I don't think I took a breath the whole way there. And, um, I realized, man, that like, exactly what you said it's i'm exhausted from like trying to keep it positive and like 
pretending like it doesn't bother me, but it does. And like all that, how are you doing, man? Are you, are you hanging in there? Yeah. So hitting that year mark, um, this month, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm in East Nashville and the tornado that rolled through Nashville on March 3rd, something like that. Um, pretty much visited my neighborhood directly. Oh, no. Totaled my car. I was hiding in my closet as it rolled through. I could feel the pressure drop in my ears from whatever the wind factor vortex thing is. Um, and neighbor across the street has no second floor anymore. Like oh my pretty God. substantial shit. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, we're, we're we're lying with COVID. Oh, so shit. I think when COVID hit, I, I, the edge had sort of been taken off. I think by the tornado trauma. Um, but yeah, so now I'm going to unload on you, on you all. I actually, I don't know why I feel like I need to hear this, but it, I feel like I need to hear it. <laughs> Well, there's more. <laughs> um, but in terms of the fatigue and it all hitting me and, you know, you saying the need to push through and not let it show that it's bothering, I have a tendency to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think I made it probably till September, October before, you know, the change of the season hit, temperature started getting cooler. I think all of those environmental factors you know, heading into the holidays, knowing the holidays are kind of going to suck. All of that, then it really started hitting me. And I know people that it hit them right away up front. So that's kind of an interesting parallel on how we deal with things like that. Some of us will put that strong face on. It can only last so long until you're like, all right, the jig up. I'm really not (laughs) going to fight this anymore. (laughs) You know, it's, this is what we're in. The magic of the whole thing, I think, is that for seemingly the first time in modern history, all of humanity is is hit by something. Yeah. And yes, yes, there are arguments to be made that, you know, we're not all feeling it the same. Obviously, different social classes are impacted differently. Um, and so, you know, there are differences there. But just that collective consciousness of, of what we all have, mm-hmm. you know, going on that being shared is, is pretty wild. And I think it will, it's made me more introspective, even more so. Obviously I felt like I was that way already. Since I was with, young. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, no problem psychoanalyzing myself. You're in good company. <laughs> right. But this I feel like maybe even people that aren't um, inclined to do that, you know, once the distractions have fallen away, what else do you have, right? You're going to look at your relationships closer. You're going to look at your friendships closer. Why am I friends with these people? Is it just, you know, yes. a surface level thing? Is it deeper um, in your relationship to yourself? Mm. So all of that. You know, the, yeah. the thing that I stands out in my head from our conversation last night is like at one point I was like I just feel like enough is enough and the world doesn't fucking care if enough is enough for Aaron 
You know what I mean? Like, like I was using the analogy of traffic. I was like, if I won't, don't want to be in traffic, everybody else in traffic could give two shits. They're <laughs> got, they got somewhere to go. You know what I mean? And like that pressure, it, it's gotten for me to the point where it's like, all right, man, like something needs to give in me or outside one or the other at this point. And I, I, I found like through having that conversation last night, when I woke up this morning, I was like, I felt lighter. I was like, okay, there's some of that like steam that was built up in my head is, is outside of me now. And um, I can only imagine that like playing music would be a huge pressure release valve, right? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Um, how so? Yes and, and no. <laughs> right. I'm well, glad you asked. <laughs> um, <laughs> great, great segue. Um, I'm, I'm almost bored with myself. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'm, shit, brother. I'm, Fuck, man. I'm, you said it perfect. I'm, bo- I'm bored. You know, there's only so far you can go with you. And I've, I'm kind of feeling maxed on that. Um, it's been very cathartic to be able to put out new music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an EP that I just put out, not a full length album. Part of that is just because I, I didn't want to listen to myself or work on any of my creative efforts anymore. I just wanted, and a lot of those songs kind of came out of 2020 and that whole vibe. So I'm like, just get this shit out of here. Like let, <laughs> let it fall on the ears of other people because I've run my course with it and I just need to separate. Um, So that, that's kind of where the release valve comes in. It's being able to put something out in that way, but I've got more songs in the pipeline. I'm not forcing it. You know, I'm not saying, okay, you know, I'm going to sit down and write songs for 30 minutes because that's what a good diligent songwriter does. Right. (laughs) I'd, that's right. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's a craft. Got to work on it. Um, I just kind of don't care. And I, I'm releasing myself from that pressure. That's beautiful um, to have yeah. grace to have with to- yourself like that, man. That's a that comes with age. And that's a skill that a lot of us don't have is being graceful with ourselves. I know that I am very clumsy in my head a lot of the time with me. And I really relate to what you just said about being bored with yourself and like I can't think these thoughts another time like I'm sick of hearing myself complain to myself and um the there's like a I don't know if it's like this for you but like there's like a track in my head that plays and it's this loop of bullshit and that tape is fucking worn out like if it was a cassette the magnet would be gone on that thing at this point like done hearing it but then we're left with everything else and that's when the corners start getting swept and like you're having to look at that shit that you didn't want to see and like deal with stuff that you were distracted from and i think that's the part of the trip that we're all in because with this to me this thing that's going on is a huge like akin to a year plus long psychedelic journey like and 
at, at one, not a good one and not a good one. Yeah. And at one point it was like, I just wanted to stop and no, you're high and you're going to stay that way for as long as this thing is going to last. And now at this point, it's like, okay, man, like, can I go to bed and wake up sober? Like what's going on? So I don't know. I think that the collective that you're talking about, that collective consciousness, that's something that's really been underpinned through all of this. I feel like I'm the only one going through it. And then whenever we have one of these conversations with somebody like you, I find out that they're going through the same shit. And you want to know what? It makes both whoever we talk to and us feel better afterwards. Oh, yeah. We confirm it. Well, like they'll text later on. We'll text later on. There's something about the pressure uh, release valve of conversation and just spilling the fucking beans and even if you think it's important, don't think it's important. It doesn't matter the content. It's the act of getting it off your own chest. Kind of like what you were saying about the EP. It's like, get it out of here. <laughs> I birthed this thing. It's, it's been past nine fucking months. I'm go tired. Into the world. And yeah, <laughs> let it go live its own life now. And like Aaron said, also like with the being bored with yourself, like there we're being forced to even go beyond being bored with ourselves. That's kind of what I feel is happening. Like, okay, and what else? Like, we're still not to the lowest common denominator. We're still not there yet. Because otherwise this ride would be over. And it's not. <laughs> it almost feels like it's just beginning. Well, Phil, as I had somebody say to me recently, it feels like, like, like in Forrest Gump, Lieutenant Dan, when he's strapped to the thing, and they're in the sea, and he's like, is that all you got? And it's like, I don't want any more, but that's how it feels. It's like, oh, my gosh, when is this going to be over? I'm getting whipped here. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I could have been strapped to the mast of that fishing boat probably, you know, back in July or something, right? right. Yeah. But, yeah. But by now, it's it's, you know, I'm ready to come down. And... You know, a forum like this, probably the responses you're getting from people about feeling better, when you know that everyone is in the same boat, right? Like mm-hmm. if you know your your friend's parents just died, you're not going to go to them and be like, my parents just died. You know, you're not going to lay, right. you're not going <laughs> to lay that weight on, on everybody because everyone knows everyone's in it. So we don't necessarily talk about it. Yes. A forum like this where it feels okay to talk about it. Um, you know, that's why it feels good. Yeah. You, you know, it's weird too, man. Like <laughs> just for what it's worth, I, I had no agenda in doing this interview with you today. Like I didn't write down a list of questions. I, and this seems to be happening more often than not now. And like, it's really weird. Like I, I didn't, there's no formula here, you know what I mean? But there seems to be like some something happening under the surface that I can't quite put my finger on that in that collective consciousness that, I don't know, I, I think about us as like nodes in this wider network, right? Like you're an individual node in that thing. And these nodes need to be connected in order for the computer to work or the engine to run or whatever the thing is. And for some reason it's reaching out to itself and connecting these disparate points and putting them together so that there can be something happen. Do you, do you catch what I'm saying? I do. It reminds me of, uh, 
that film Fantastic Fungi. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yes, it was so beautiful. That was great. You know, all of those underground connections that you don't see, the neural network of the fungi. Obviously, we are the fungi. And yeah, we need those connections for the circuit to work. And it's definitely a little broken right now because we all are. And we're not the ride. So then once we get off the ride, there's going to be all this processing, right? Because we haven't done that yet. Yeah. So yeah, that how idea can you of getting back to normal. <laughs> What's that? I said, how can you process something you're currently going through? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, getting back to normal. I don't. I don't know what that necessarily means. I don't even have aspirations to it because we're all just different now. Yes. Um, like I think differently. I feel differently when I interact with people. If I go to the grocery store, I feel differently. And I love the grocery store. I still do, but I feel differently in it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to come out of this a different beast. And, but, you know, for good or ill, too, like there's no both. Yeah, it, we 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 have to be all of it. We've seen our worst selves right through this whole thing. I think I've seen my worst behaviors through this. And Not then me, I've been rad the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So what I really wanted to say before I said any of that was thank you for your version of who'll stop the rain. Like that tempo, those lyrics, the music, the each nuance of what, you created in that song was like it was like a massage on the back Mm -hmm. and a cuddle and a a reassurance from like a mom on your head like it's gonna be okay it's not it's we're in the fire but we're like I'm still you're in my arm kind of a thing and thank you because it just made me feel better to listen to it what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. That's all I that's needed a, to say. Well, I'll add on that because well, that, that's what I was going to say. Is just thank you. You're helping us like that. We were listening to it, you know, yesterday and this morning. That's what you're doing, putting this album out, is what is helping right. us mm-hmm. as listeners feel some normalcy and see some light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, the album is beautiful. It just, yeah. the you know, there's the two covers, but then your original stuff, man, you just have a way with words and storytelling that just, it, it makes things feel all right. You know, even if it's for a moment, because then you turn it off and you got to go to the grocery store and feel <laughs> awkward again and stuff, but then you can go back and put it on again and feel those little moments of, of, of love. Comfort. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, damn, you guys are making me feel good hearing that. Good. I'm glad we can um, get back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you really are. I'm 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 taking that in. Um, 
because I, I feel the same way with that song and that mm. the energy around that mm-hmm. and the session. We cut that in late February of last year. So it was really right before the shit hit the fan for me, okay. um, which was strange. You know, I was, I'm in East Nashville and my house will, I have the setting sun kind of shining in each, uh, each evening and afternoon. And I was jamming on that one day, that song, and it just felt really, I don't know. I just felt very connected to it. And so shortly after I talked to my friends in the rhythm section and we had some rehearsal rehearsals and then we went to the studio to cut it. But yeah, it's, it's weird that that was all done before everything fell apart. And yet the energy of that song speaks to what happened yes and the fallout yeah and how you feel about it and the way that the original is so up tempo <laughs> but even the, the lyrics are still i mean they're heavy yeah but yet it's kind of this fun rocker and i was like well <laughs> this could be this could belong in a different sonic space and and kind of really deliver the message still you know, however many years later. So, you, yeah. You brought it to yeah, a, a heart it's, space. Yeah. You know, so maybe before, where, like you said, the tempo was just like upbeat and rocking and jamming, but like what you did was expose the truth of the lyrics. That's what That's, I said this morning is that it being slowed down like that made me pay attention to what was being said more than I ever had paid it. I've heard that song a million times. But as I was sitting listening to it this morning, I was like, oh, I never really, I listened to the song, but I never really heard it. I had the same awakening. Um, you know, I had to kind of go back to the lyrics to re-familiarize myself with it. And that's when I kind of said, yeah, this is all still so relevant. And, you know, we were in the election year. So there's all of that shit. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah. It just, it still speaks. Yeah, and it's um, still raining. We had a, a <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a talk with Donna um, from the Grateful Dead a couple weeks ago, and she was re-releasing a song that she had written, I can't remember, 2007. in 2007. So in 2007, when there was also Shelter. stuff going on, and that song, when we listened to it, when we got got it sent to us and we sat down and listened to it, it was exactly like if she was talking to us right now. And this is a song, again, from 2007 that she released and felt so strongly that it was important for it to re-come out, to, to be remastered. And um, it is so powerful. And one of the things that I asked her was like, do, do you really like that? song was for now but it was it was created for back then like it's almost like a prophetic thing it's almost like something of a telling thing and just talking right now to you that like you remember recording that version it was like something happened like you caught a moment or you something in time that like put a mark in that so that you remembered it like you didn't remember the whole day but you remembered that moment like that is what's in that song when you, when you release it 
you know, that EP and you master it and whatever, like that moment you caught in that song, kind of like Donna caught that moment with those lyrics to bring it right back out. And I just want to, you know, underscore the, the mystery and the prophetic nature of listening to your intuition by creation. I just want to underscore that here because I really, after talking to multiple artists and different types of artists, it keeps happening. Mm -hmm. This is not, I have, this is you and Donna is just two examples, but if you listen to the past, maybe seven episodes of no simple road, all of our guests have had some type of experience with this weird thing going on like that. And it's like at at some point now I'm having a bird's eye view of like all of these stories. They're not that uncommon. They're just, um, need a little bit more exposure. And, and the message always comes back to love. Yes. Love is the thing. I mean, you did it in your song, you know, that it's just amazing. It's, it's like, man, we need love more than ever right now. It's, 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 it's all, it almost brings tears like talking about, it. it's just like, God, we need love. We need to get back to what's important. And that's what, what you're doing does, man. Self-love too. Yeah. Right. Yes. Not, not just, yeah. not just what you're throwing out to the world, mm. but yourself. I'm sure everyone's just beating themselves up. <laughs> oh, they should have done this in this time period, or they should be this or in this life you know, their moment in life, they should be over here instead of over there. And there's that need to, you know, break through something. Mm-hmm. You, but, uh, you said something earlier that I want to go back to, like you mentioned feeling different in the grocery store. And um, it's a, that means a lot to me. Um, that's a kind of a offhand comment, but I get what you mean by that. And, um, you know, for me, I've, when all this started, I, I work a day job and, uh, I would go to an office every day. And, uh, so when this started, I no longer left the house. And, um, one of the challenges for me has been coming to grips with, not leaving for long periods of time. Like I was telling her yesterday, like there's eight places that I go every day. I go to the kitchen, I go to the bathroom, I go to the bed, I go to the studio, I go to the computer and that's it. And then maybe the treadmill in the basement and that that's my day. And then I go to sleep and I start over again. And then I think to myself, like I should really leave the house. I need to get out and I'll go out to the grocery store or the park or wherever and things are so fucking strange and upside down and uncomfortable. And the vibration is so tense and strange that I just want to go home. And so that has created this pressure that we were talking about at the beginning. And is that kind of what you mean by that? It's exactly what I mean. Um, you know, the grocery store is the most common thing in the world, right? Right. It's the most simple simplistic experience everybody does it whether you're a college student or you're a grandparent Mm -hmm. you know you go and you pick up your food and you leave and so to have this creep into that you know where you're masked up and you're grabbing some surgical gloves to pick out your fruit right (laughs) 
well, how do I feel this avocado out with this <laughs> late, <laughs> latex prophylactic? Um, so, yeah, it's that simple disruption to something that you're so used to and, you know, is normally so comfortable. And then just magnify that across everything. Uh, yeah, man. But it is important to to keep getting out. Right. right. Even yes. though it becomes like, I, you know, I'll do walks around the neighborhood just to get out of the house. Right. Mm-hmm. Just to be out. Um, and I think it does help. But. It does. It does. That that going to a friend's house last night was medicine for me and having that conversation. Like I didn't realize how bad I needed that stuff. And not seeing the same sights and feeling the same space is super important. And I, I think a really big part of this too is at least for me, man, like I feel silly complaining. <laughs> like yeah. we talked to somebody, An- Andrew from yes. Leon the third and uh, his dad always told him it's not cool to complain with your mouth full. And uh, so like after a while, it's like, man, you know, I'm annoying myself by not feeling okay and bumming these guys out, you know, so I'm not going to say anything and just try and like put on a brave face and move forward. And I'm realizing the longer that this goes on that how detrimental that is. And then also, yeah. And then also when I do finally say something, I find out there's people like you out there. They're like, me too, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the, it's like, oh, if we talk about it, we'll make it through it. I, you know, I don't know. I'm stubborn like that. Have you, you find yourself being stubborn with yourself like that too? I do at times and it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very easy to look at other people, you know, floating in the world, in Instagram, wherever, and say, oh, they must be completely immune to all of this. They don't look like it's affecting them at all. That's just got to be pure bullshit, right? Right. That's pure. that's the whole projection of social media and, and what you want, you know, to project and what you want people to see. But that's a mirage. I mean, yes. there's no way that this is not affecting everyone. But it's a very hard thing, like, keeping your head. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause there are so many people that you, they just look like they're doing okay and they're unscathed in this, but that's just impossible. You know, yeah, it is. Um, if you're an older person, you're probably worrying about dying. If you're a younger person in college, your whole experience is disrupted. You're going to virtual classes, you know, you're losing that experience. If you're even younger, think about being like a eight year old kid during all of this mm-hmm. and what that's like, your parents explaining this shit to you. So no one is unscathed. Gnarly. And, and then like, (laughs) this is not connected to that, but it is like for you as an artist, you just put out an album in the midst of all of this. Right. And that, that thing I would imagine, at least from what I've seen talking to you guys is like a celebratory thing. Like you did all this work and you made it happen, and you put this thing out, it's like, fuck yeah, and then you can go on tour, and you can celebrate it, and sing it to people, and get response, and all the stuff, and it's great, 
And now it's not like that. And for you, your experience has changed and you're, and then they ask you to do an interview and talk about it. Right. Like, are you, <laughs> when your PR person, <laughs> I, I, when your publicist sets up an interview for you, are you just like, Oh fuck. You know, the only off fucks I give are, are when it's a, a request to do like a, a stream or something like a, a home performance stream, like Irvin Stellar live from his living room, wherever. Yeah. I just, I've just flat out refused to do that because it's such the antithesis of what I want the music experience to be mm-hmm. that I refuse to take part in that. I don't want to see another artist in their common living room <laughs> with incandescent lighting and shitty sound do anything. It doesn't matter if they're a brilliant artist. That's not the point. It's that all the magic and the aura of the experience has been stripped away. And I would rather remember them in, in that stage light. Right. Cause yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see the whole experience just stripped, stripped. into, you know, mm-hmm. something that I get that. Know. That's kind of like give, it feels like giving in, in a way like, okay, this is what, what it's going to be now. No, no, it's not going to be that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So like radio stuff and, you know, Perform, recording some stripped down songs at home and then sending them to the station so they can like bundle that together with kind of like a virtual in-person interview. I'm totally on board with that because in that radio uh, space, it is much the same, right? Yes. You know, you tune into the station, you hear the interview, they're doing some songs, just acoustic, whatever. You know, that's that's as common as it was and as similar as it was in past years. Right. But the, it's the performance and the in-home stuff that I just don't want to be a part of. And nothing against anyone that does, because maybe that's cathartic for them and it, mm-hmm. it makes them feel good. Um, but for me, you know, I'm a huge fan of Bob Dylan. When I go to a Dylan show, last one was at Beacon Theater in New York. The lighting is so low, man. He's got these cinema lights that are just, down to like a candle glow and that band is rocking and that is Bob fuck out. And um, I got a good buzz on and I'm just like in those grooves and there is no in-home live stream that is going to give me anything close to that. Yeah. So I'll just wait, you know, I'll just wait till when it opens up and I'll get my fix. But for now, so much I'm respect like for that. Yeah. Like, well, what you just described yeah. is the you're you're I'm I've watched a lot of streams. I think we all have. It doesn't induce goosebumps and stuff. Like it doesn't get. I'm not getting goosebumps from one. No, like you said, no matter how brilliant the artist watching them stream, and it's like, oh, that was jamming. But was. I didn't get goosebumps. I didn't get a look at the person next to me without saying a word. Just like. They are killing it. You know, that's been removed. So, you know, through this whole thing, like doing a live music podcast and then also being part of the jam band community, you know, there's been a lot of streams. It just was part and parcel with everything that was going on. And we've 
since the start of this said like, I, I, at least me, I can't, it, it, it makes me sad is what it does. It, it hurts my feelings yes. <laughs> in a weird kind of a way. And like, for me, the live music experience is such a huge part of who I am, part of my identity, part of the thing that I love most about being alive and a human being is experiencing live music. Like that's, I, I love it. And having that nonverbal communication with the band that's on stage and having the lights illustrate how I'm feeling in the moment and the guy next to me locking eyes with him and knowing that he knows how I feel because he's feeling like that, all that. And then throwing that into a computer and expecting folks to feel that through a screen doesn't it doesn't work and i on the flip side i understand why like you said i'm not faulting anybody for doing it i think i would probably be doing it if i was a musician right now just to play but for myself it like i said it hurts my feelings a little bit and like it's really hard we've had some like small gatherings here a couple and it's tough, man. Like, have it like putting up a projector and putting on a show to feel like you were at a show. And it's like, you know, it's m- manufactured. It's Miller Lite yeah, of yes. being at a concert. <laughs> yes. It's like the between two ferns of a show or something. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's way too public access. And, um, and it, it does give, it makes me sad too. And I, I know and have faith that this is not the new normal, but eventually we will get back to that. Yeah. And so I'm rejecting accepting that as the normal yeah. for now. Good. It's just, how, yeah. How, yeah. How are the, I mean, we're talking to a lot of artists and stuff and we're starting to see things where you know, we're in Portland, Oregon. There's nothing happening here as far as shows or anything, but we're starting to see things pop up like Florida, uh, down in, down in Atlanta, Texas is opening back up. Having how? I mean, because now you're in Nashville. I mean, talk about a music town. How how is it looking there? Is there starting to be any like you know these drive-in shows, little gigs, or anything happening yet? Some of that is is starting to creep back in. Um, smaller, more distant shows. Although I'm also seeing a lot of ads pop up for live streams, but from a large venue. Um, oh, sorry about that. Would, please silence all phones. Yeah, um, <laughs> we didn't get the memo. My fault. The Bluetooth was on. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's a step in the right direction, right? They'll yeah. they'll put artists on a on a proper stage. Um, again, it's a little trippy because there is no audience there, so. That's the, see, that's another strange thing. I yes. you know I can't imagine doing that and playing to like a camera pointed at me, and I think I would just feel a little hollow. Is that point if, you're an actor? If, if, what's that? I said at that point you, you're an you, actor because you're trying to extra emote so that you can you know like almost pass the feeling on and it's almost like you're performing instead of playing i've seen it done right i have seen it done right too billy strings did it and was amazing and trey, trey the beacon, and, uh, the beacon uh, shows trey, were... it's it definitely can and does happen 
but just like we were all saying, just to piggyback on it, it there's something um, we're underestimating the power of energy in the room, like people next to each other that are excited about the same thing that creates a certain type of energy that when mixed with music that we all love explodes into an amazing night that we talk about for years on end Mm. that maybe technology will get there. I don't know. It's not there yet. And kind of like what we were all saying, it's, it's sad, but I think it needs to keep happening because that's how we're going to refine it. Be- oh. It's true. Like we had Les Special on, and they did a kick-ass job with um, redoing Frizzle Fry. Um, it was amazing what they did. What the energy that they brought through the screen was phenomenal. And if we don't have the people that are there to try like that, and I and I do believe that people shouldn't, because it just like come on. Just wait, <laughs> you know, wait for the, yeah, but they gotta, they gotta eat. Yes, but exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's not a perfect thing. That's what, that's what this is. It's not a perfect thing. It's a bunch of stops and starts. It's a bunch, bunch of tries and hopes and wishes. But if we don't do anything, then that's when we get stuck in the mire, you know, it's like that swamp. It's that in between. Yeah. That is true. Um, you guys had brought up earlier, you know, the, the general feelings you have when you're about to release something and the anticipation, the ins- excitement when that drops. Um, I definitely had low, lower expectations with this. And it, it did become more of just an emotional release for me mm-hmm. rather than I'm putting out this record. Um, probably in the fall of last year is kind of when I decided I was going to ramp this up and I was like, okay, I'm going to, do what I can to push this out the best way I can um, as my own effort to kind of not be stuck in the mud and not be totally weighed down. Um, And yeah, it took a lot of effort to do all of that. I'm self produced. I'm an independent artist. So there are no other mechanisms around me kicking my ass to like get off a couch, (laughs) do something. If I don't decide to do it, well, that's it. So it was a big effort. And probably last fall I was at my lowest in terms of vibe and energy. Um, But it's just by doing this in in this simple way is, has helped kind of get out of that headspace. Like, what steps did you literally take? Like, that's so hard. Do you have like a loved one in your life that helps to like push you or motivate you? Like when you're at that low point in fall, what's making you be like, okay, I'm going to do the best that I can. Uh, no loved one in my life. Thank you for highlighting that. (laughs) Well, I I didn't know the answer either way. Then it must, the the answer must be incredible then because how the hell did you do it? (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm a pretty strong willed person and I, I knew I had to do it. I, mm-hmm. I just knew that it was, it was going to be my project, my little self therapy thing mm-hmm. to, to kind of rise above all of this. Um, 
especially when going into the holidays, I was like, this all sucks. I'm going to hire a photographer, hire a PR rep, um, finish these mixes Mm. and, and just put it all together. And by having all of that to put my head into, you know, the idled mind is a devil's playground. Mm -hmm. So if you've got nothing going on, there's, you know, far depths that your mind can go. Yeah. It can get weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's like the whole, you know, other thing is, is where we keep our, our head during all of this. Um, you know, I like to expand my mind, you know, like, like anybody, Mm -hmm. what I've actually found during all of this is that you have to ride a very careful line with that because we're sort of in this inherent, uh, sensitive and delicate space where for me, I've found that keeping the straight head has probably helped because you, you kind of maybe have more control over where your mind is is going and what you're focusing on. Whereas if you're in that more lucid fluid state, um, your mind will easily go to, positives, negatives, everything in between. And there's less grip on that. There's, there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more psychic friction in the collective soup right now. There's, I mean, you touched on it at the beginning of our conversation, you know, this is the first time that really humanity has weathered something as a collective like this i mean there's been world wars and stuff but this thing is touching everybody and um so as a collective consciousness that anxiety uncertainty fear um whatever all of that is in the primal soup of thought right now so if you're venturing outside your headspace into the collective consciousness in this moment in time you better damn well have your shit together or you're going to get fucking pummeled. And, um, or you better be there, you, do some serious yeah, work or and have or, some good energy backup. Yeah. You you're know? going there to fix some shit or, you know, f- for us, there's, <clears throat> there's been two or three times during this that we've done stuff and like the conclusion that we came to as a household individually was, and as yeah, a household was like, we all live together by the way. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, Mel and I have been married for 23 years. I've known this guy since I was 12. Yeah. So 38 years. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we collectively and in our own time, we were like, if we're going to do this during this, this needs to be ritualized and intention, intentional mm. and not just like, I need a pressure release for this week. Like, approaching it with a lot more um, respect respect yeah, and appreciation and going there to like what are you going there to do yeah what like you're just gonna go play and have fun no we did that already grow up and <laughs> this is what you're gonna do Mom's Dang, Mom. no it was Shut like up, specific Mom. ass shit that it was it was telling me it was like what for and it's like being gluttonous you're eating the whole pie, like really a p- 
piece was more than enough, but now you've went back for seconds, thirds, fourths. It's on your shirt. You didn't even finish the crust from the last one. And what are you doing? And so I, well, I know it's, it's, it's something that really happened in my, like it came to me that heavy where, you know, take what you need. Stop taking with your eyes and your stomach and your, you know what I mean? Like just the bare minimum. And I think, you know, there's been an uptick in like, you know, people giving things away right now, trying to buy local or trying to buy from small vendors and things, realizing that our ways of fucking Walmart and Target and Sam's Club and Costco and which all we kind of still fucking need right now. But like those ways of living are numbered. Those days are numbered. We, You said something earlier, like we're all different now. And I don't know why that struck me so much just to hear someone else say that, like, we are, we're, we're going through an evolution process, whether we want to say it like that or not. Like that's what's happening. We're evolving from whatever was before 2020 to whatever's after that. Those are like, that's like the demarcation, the line in the sand, if you will. And nobody, like you, we were talking about the process. We haven't processed it cause we're still in it. So we can't go further but when it comes to being having sacred medicines, that's how they need to be referred to these days because we all need medicine right now and it's not the kind that we used to take pre-2020. Damn, Mel. I'm, I don't know. where. No, that's... No, that was right on. Um, yeah. It's, it's a space to protect, right? If you're going to go into that space, yes. it needs intention and, and it needs to be protected and even along those lines i think the people we expose ourselves to mm. um so like i had not heard of your podcast before and i listened to some of it and i was like good people so i knew today i was gonna have a good conversation with good people with good energy mm. and i've i've been very specific and who I interact with now, because if there's, you know, we all have kind of people in the fringe of our lives whose energy might maybe be a little toxic or a little <laughs> iffy or whatever. Maybe. I've got zero, I've got zero tolerance for that now. Yes. Like, I'm just like, Nope, I don't have enough to spare. I can't spare a square for you. So, um, yes. Wow. That's yeah. yeah freaking, we've been talking about that. That's right on. That does like, I know, that I think in well, any he, other time saying something like that would have been like, oh, how dare why, you? Why? Right. <laughs> in this time, it's like fucking right on, man. Like, totally. Do it. Well, Andrew, you said it earlier in the beginning of this too, about it really made you evaluate, uh, your, your friend, your, your friends, family, everything as to what it, that there's, that there, there's none of that left in us of being able to, put on put on the shyness routine and go along with things and handle the bullshit (laughs) it's like no we're at our tipping point and i need to the balance is not going the bad way and you need to kind of like that's part of that self-help self-love cleaning house and everything there's not room for that and i've found myself even at work me me and mel are both in a situation where um Like Aaron's at home. He has been working through home through all this. We both leave and go out every day. We drive to work uh, and are around people. And my tolerance for I used to be really good at dealing 
dealing with like I do customer service stuff, work in the cannabis industry at a dispensary. I was really good at dealing with the assholes that would come in. They get me immediately because I could diffuse the situation. Still right. doing it, but man, it is a task. I don't have that much left in me to deal with that. So you kind of have the attitude more of like, you're an asshole. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can leave now. You know, I don't I don't have the headspace and the time to deal with this. You're just an asshole. You know, go home and look at yourself and do some self help over there. Yeah, yeah, it's gotten really. I guess my point in that, yeah, it's gotten really tough of putting up with those things and the superfluous things that are just like I love that word you used, fringe. Like, yeah, come yeah. on, there, there's no room. There's accessories, not right now. Well, <laughs> We're, like that's for later. Also, I mean, and we've it's been part of this whole conversation is like psychically we're in different space we're physically psychically in other space than we were ever in before and like when you're not right when you're going through an evolution or integrating shit that's happening to you you're really open to negative influence and positive on both sides of the coin so it's very it's really important to underpin what you're saying like the people that are around you their energy is with you and mm-hmm. just because they're not there doesn't mean that energy doesn't rub off we all take little pieces from each other and i for one agree 100 percent with what you're saying man like I, I i don't need help fucking things up right now I don't, <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need anybody's help in blowing it or giving myself a hard time. And I want to be around people that are going to elevate the experience for me and like help me get to the next thing, whatever that thing is. I don't, I was telling her last night, like I, I used to kind of be able to see the road ahead and like have an idea of where I was headed and where I'm And now it's just like blindfold on, Hundred miles an hour, fucking <laughs> wherever. Okay, I, I hope Mario Kart got the style, wheel, man. Like, so having you know Carl in the corner talking shit or being around with weird energy, and I gotta spare what little I got to think about that. I don't got time. And um, yeah, on the, you know, on the heels of what you said, thanks for sharing some of that square with us today, because yeah, I really feel like just our conversation has helped me through a lot of little fringe emotional bullshit I was dealing with during this week. Like you just kind of just, just expressing it, not even, you know, you don't do anything. I'm not putting that on you. Just the (laughs) ability to have an open forum conversation with the content that we did was helpful for me. So thank you so much, Andrew, for the fucking song, the the square the honesty the, <laughs> the freaking being dope like being your real sh- fucking self I, I i love that i appreciate it and thanks what thank you for reals well thank you all um i enjoyed this me too this yeah. made but my day better before we so. I, well, I had one going back to the album because i i love i mean our conversations go you know normally before 2020 it'd be a whole lot of focus on you know where are you playing next where can we catch you <laughs> can't wait till you make it to the west coast and anything you know that's not going to happen for a while but I, i'm just curious this album obviously like uh, i was going to ask about the the uh, other cover 
I'm not familiar with it. I need to go listen to the original The Shanty. Sounds like this was something that has been a part of your life for a long time. Like you listened to it as a kid and it's close to you. And then also like looking at your Instagram, it's kind of a two-parter. Obviously music is kind of in your background. I love the picture that you posted of your dad a while ago with like the, the kind of like I, like tiki hat looking like he's on the beach somewhere playing the guitar and stuff. I, yeah. So the question I guess is, has music been a part of your life for a long time? And then also how, how does that shanty work into you picking that out for the EP? Right on. Uh, I'll start with shanty. So there's a, a radio station in my hometown, WLAV, and growing up, every Friday, they would play Shanty. It was at five o'clock. It was the Friday song known locally as the Friday song. And, you know, we all know what the song's about. And it was just a great staple. Yeah. You know, it comes on the old school radio and you crank it. It's five o'clock. <laughs> um, so I've known the song forever. And yeah, last year I recorded that in my home studio because it felt just more relevant than ever. I mean, we're just sitting around the kitchen, not really doing shit, uh, playing a little guitar and hanging out. Um, so I was like, this will be a fun one to do, really stripped down. The production is stripped down. There's no reverb or anything on it. It's just dry as if you were sitting in the living room with the players. Um, so that's the background with that one. Uh, yeah, my dad was a musician. He played in Calypso bands back in the day. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I remember, and, you know, was always playing the piano growing up. He played a lot by ear, so he would just kind of hear something and just jam it out. But he played ukulele, saxophone, piano, guitar, of course. Oh, wow. Um, so there was always that influence in my life. And he, he was never really like, you know, you should be a musician, you know, all of that stuff pointing me in the direction. But I think it was just the fact of, you know, hearing someone playing a piano in your house, you know, from when you're however young till you move out. That's, uh, that's one of those immersive things yeah. where, where you don't, you know, you don't have to tell a kid to do anything. It's, and I would believe in that, you know, not that I have ex any experience with child raising, but the exposure to those things mm -hmm. is, is more important and probably more effective than, you know, pushing a kid in a certain direction. It's like lead by doing. And uh, yeah, I've just always had that in the house and yeah. Heck yeah. So I was forced into piano lessons. <laughs> that <sucked. laughs> but, uh, That's a good kind yeah, of grooming. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful for it now. Um, but I think I kind of picked up that learn by ear thing, taught myself guitar and, and some other instruments. So wow. awesome. it's in the blood. I like to believe. Thank goodness. Yeah. You're a great <laughs> talent, Andrew, Andrew. Not just musically. I got one, one last thing I just got to say, because I had a few things like, I was reading an article. I forget what you did. It was Grateful Web or something. I love that they put you on, on the spot with the, your favorite Grateful Dead song. I love that you pick Candyman because most people would go to, like, mine's like Fire on the Mountain, the more relevant, and you pick the more obscure one because of the slide guitar and everything. And that's an, oh, yeah. I hadn't listened to that in a while. I need to go listen to that today <laughs> after reading it. Yeah, it's not one of those ones that's on rotation on a lot of stuff. You got to kind of seek it out. And it was a great choice. Right. <laughs>
Yeah, man, that's just got some magic around. It's just uh, the slinkiness of it and that tempo. Um, Yeah, it's not one you're going to be noodle dancing to, but. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Andrew, um, I'm going to. I'm going to send along my phone number to Maria for you. And uh, okay, we, great. Should, we should stay in touch, man. Yeah. I, I think it's important right now. And, and when I'm finding, at least for me, man, when I connect with somebody during this, I want to keep those connections and keep them alive. So uh, totally. Yeah. Know how everybody's doing. I want to send you my <laughs> number, man. And, uh, you know, let's, let's stay in touch. And, um, when things, whatever they look like when it gets back to open um, and you're out this way, you got a home here, man. Come hang out. We'll come right on. hang yeah, out. Yeah, you got our support when they, when you get ready to put out something new, man. Yeah, you're absolutely. Now, you're now part of the soundtrack of our life. So, you know, we, you got us on, you know, we're on your side. And thank you again so much for this ep also andrew i don't know if you're into like um like spa treatments or how you feel about that at all how do you feel about those so i have been floating uh if you guys have ever tried yeah i've floated and uh there's a spot close to me in nashville where it's not the coffin style pod but it's sort of like your own little jacuzzi room so Mm -hmm. you open up this glass shower door yeah so it's you don't have any of the maybe claustrophobic uh, vibes around it, but that's been really great. And I find that even if my mind is cluttered or, you know, hyperactive, once I'm in there, it, it still is able to sort of mellow me out. Um, that's dope. It's just kind of like going to that quiet space yeah. just to clear it all out. And, and just like with any kind of meditation, it's important to, you know, not be putting that pressure on yourself. Oh, I have to have the perfect meditation. My mind can't wander. It's like release all of that. If your mind wanders, great. Um, you know, just go, just go with it. Damn, that sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. Where are you situated between like downtown oh, Nashville? Like where, why. where is East Nashville versus like is that oh, hours away or? Yeah. No, no, no. It's if you think about like Williamsburg. Brooklyn and New York. Okay. Okay. So it's it's literally across a bridge. It's a a two minute you know drive to downtown Nashville. Okay. Um, so very close. Yeah, it's all a pretty tight area. Go for it, Mel. Okay. Well, no, we'll we're gonna be in touch. I just want to. Um, I have an amazing girlfriend down there. We worked together for years. Um, I in the spa industry, and she just has a beautiful place. And I would love to gift you a treatment from her because I know that it would be so therapeutic. And that's why I asked if you, if you felt weird about like going to see people during this time or whatever, but I think it'd be helpful just to feel good for a fucking day, you know, just that period, no expectations at all. Just go feel good for a day and, you know, brighten up your skin or something like I will accept that. You absolutely. will, yay! Yeah. Cool. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> no, you have to no. literally. <laughs> no, you no, have no. to worry about nothing. You just make your own time, show up, and everything else will be taken care of. Just know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Perfect. Damn. All right, Andrew, we'll be in man. touch. We'll Aaron will do the phone number exchange, and I'll I'll set everything awesome. up. Awesome. Much love, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Man. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Have a beautiful day. You soon. Bye. Bye. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
Awesome spirit. That is a good dude right there. I that energy from him is super strong. 
Yeah. Like I could feel him coming through the screen like a, He's one of those like that we talk train. about What's when th- we feel the energy in the room. He was literally on the yeah. other side of the table. Like, yeah. Well, and in the beginning, it's always awkward right now because he wasn't on video. We've had that happen. It's like, yeah. oh, are we doing video? Oh, my gosh. We didn't have the video to see you, Andrew. I and know. That, I mean, that, that, that face, the, the bright the, up face. He's got when like he... that slick smile <laughs> and fight. That, that's what a, a beautiful human being. Yeah. Go listen, guys. Please mm. go purchase the EP. Well, they're going to listen to it right after well, this, they're gonna, too. Well, they're going to have heard it yeah, heard before it. this. But sure. You guys, this is this is somebody special and, mm-hmm. and coming from uh, the heart and the soul. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Well, and this yes, is his is. latest, you know, this is his latest EP that you did nothing to prove. But then uh, I listened to the, the one from 2018. You were listening to it the moment that mm. he put out. Yeah. is amazing. I can't And I go still got to go listen. I haven't listened to Past Tense yet, his album that came out in, uh, back in 2006. So he's been, been doing this for, for a while. while. Andrew, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for All an of amazing it. conversation. And uh, we'll be in touch, man. Everybody out there, take care of each other. We'll be back next week yeah. with more stuff and things. And um, take care of yourself. Yeah. Love yourself, man. It's important. It's how we're going to make it through this. Because if you love yourself, then you can love other people. And then it all turns into a big primal soup of delicious goodness that we can all partake of. Yeah. So Good stew. Be nice. Don't be a dick. See you next week. Peace. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Weiland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. 
So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.